Deeper Dive podcast, Catechism of the Catholic Church, in a year. Today is day number 315, and we begin with number 2433. Access to employment and to professions must be open to all without unjust discrimination, men and women, healthy and disabled, natives and immigrants. For its part, society should, according to circumstances, help citizens find work and employment. A just wage is the legitimate fruit of work. To refuse or withhold it can be a grave injustice. In determining fair pay, both the needs and the contributions of each person must be taken into account. Remuneration for work should guarantee man the opportunity to provide a dignified livelihood for himself and his family on the material, social, cultural, and spiritual level, taking into account the role and the productivity of each, the state of the business, and the common good. Agreement between the parties is not sufficient to justify morally the amount to be received in wages. Recourse to a strike is morally legitimate when it cannot be avoided, or at least when it is necessary to obtain a proportionate benefit. It becomes morally unacceptable when accompanied by violence, or when objectives are included that are not directly linked to working conditions or are contrary to the common good. It is unjust not to pay the Social Security contributions required by legitimate authority. Unemployment almost always wounds its victim's dignity and threatens the equilibrium of his life. Besides the harm done to him personally, it entails many risks for his family. On the international level, inequality of resources and economic capability is such that it creates a real gap between nations. On the one side, there are the nations, those nations possessing and developing the means of growth and, on the other, those accumulating debts. Various causes of a religious, political, economic, and financial nature today give the social question a worldwide dimension. There must be solidarity among nations which are already politically interdependent. It is even more essential when it is a question of dismantling the perverse mechanisms that impede the development of the less advanced countries. In place of abusive, if not usurious, financial systems, iniquitous commercial relations among nations, and the arms race, there must be substituted a common effort to mobilize resources towards objectives of moral, cultural, and economic development, redefining the priorities and hierarchies of values. Rich nations have a grave more have a grave moral responsibility toward those which are unable to un- to ensure the means of their development by themselves or have been perverted, prevented from doing so by tragic historical events. It is a duty in solidarity and charity. It is also an obligation in justice if the prosperity of the rich nations has come from resources that have not been paid for, for fairly. Direct aid is an appropriate response to to immediate, extraordinary needs caused by natural catastrophes, epidemics, and the like. But it does not suffice to repair the grave damage resulting from destitution or to provide a lasting solution to a country's needs. It is also necessary to to reform international economic and financial institutions so that they will better promote equitable relationships with less advanced countries. The efforts of poor countries working for growth and liberation must be supported. This doctrine must be applied especially in the area of agricultural labor. Peasants, especially in the third world, form the overwhelming majority of the poor. 
An increased sense of God and increased self-awareness are fundamental to any full development of human society. This development multiplies material goods and puts them at the service of the person and his freedom. It reduces dire poverty and economic exploitation. It makes for growth in respect for cultural identities and openness to the transcendent. It is not the role of the pastors of the church to intervene directly in the political structuring and organization of social life. This task is part of the vocation of the lay faithful, acting on their own initiative with their fellow citizens. Social action can assume various concrete forms. It should always have the common good in view and be in conformity with the message of the gospel and the teaching of the church. It is the role of the laity to animate temporal realities with Christian commitment by which they show that they are witnesses and agents of peace and justice. Father Jack. Thanks, Bill. The, um, there are several things kind of working together here. Um, one, we finish our section on kind of the individual, uh, the individual's role, I should say, in the economy and kind of his, in a certain sense, his, his kind of rights and duties, right? And so as an employer, there are certain duties we have to employees to make sure they're paid justly, to make sure that working conditions are good, all of those things. But also, what are the recourses of, of the individual who is being unjustly treated? Um, you know, and, and, and then what are the limitations on that right? All right, so we talk about striking. Striking is perfectly acceptable, assuming there is no violence and assuming it is not worse than if, um, you know, worse off than, uh, than if you had not, right? So, um, you know, the thing like, you know, it's kind of difficult to imagine a, a hospital strike being, uh, you know, a general hospital strike being you know, okay unless there's something egregiously wrong. But at the same time, right, I mean, I even think sometimes our strikes can be a little more... Um, creative i remember hearing about the the japanese bus system the drivers went on strike but when they went on strike what they actually did was they continued to run their routes they they drove through the same exact route that they always did at the exact same time um but what they refused to do was collect the fees so that it did not harm the common good it just harmed the bottom line of the government like all right well maybe that's you know you can't do that with everything (laughs) obviously um you know, and that would be like inappropriate if you work a target to just start giving away the, the goods, right? But at the same time, um, there is an amount in which we we should uh, justly do things um, while not harming uh, the entire community. And then how does how is how are nations meant to act? And that that's kind of a different thing because we don't have direct. Well, almost everyone here who's listening isn't going to have direct access to how that is going to play out. How that uh, is going to be lived because we don't have much, at least I don't have much access to direct national or international policy, right? We, um, and, and, but we should call, we should, we should be working towards a certain solidarity amongst, you know, on an international level. We should not have this, uh, you know, um, kind of individualization that sometimes takes place where all that matters is I work for myself and I need to, treat my country first it, it it's that's not a moral system that's not a christian idea um rather we're, we're meant to see that all people have a right to dignity and that we should protect the rights of all people no matter what country they were born into um for even our own rights are not given to us by ourselves right they are uh, endowed by our creator as we hear in our declaration of independence 
Um, so but where where is this push? Where can this push come from? And then catechism is very. In- I mean, it's a very interesting thing to say that the pastors of the church are not meant to have a direct role in this. This is the role of the laity um, to sanctify the world, um, just as the church is sanctified by the by the pastors by the clergy. Um, it, it's striking, um, maybe even a little shocking. Um, but also I think in the correct order of what things are meant to be. And so when we look to, to the whole teaching on, on how to understand um, international and social dynamics, we should look and see um, who, what are the rights and responsibilities of the individual? What, what am I personally called to do in the grand scheme? And then how do I work towards that end goal so that uh, the dignity of every person is protected in every manner of their life, no matter what stage.